0: Mark Pedowitz is being honored by Media Village for Advancing Diversity. He's an inductee into the 2021 Advancing Diversity Hall of Honors. And I just want to start by thanking you, because as a member of the press, I think I've been to every one of your executive sessions you have done at TCA, and I've always been impressed by your willingness to engage and answer tough questions, never contentious, and I just want to thank you for that and hope we can continue that here. And I want to ask if you remember-
1: You're welcome.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Now, why has it been so important for the CW to be so inclusive and to work toward diversity?
1: Beyond it being the right thing to do, beyond the fact that people like to see people who represent themselves and to give them give them goals and representations and icons, it's good business. Yes. And, and, and people forget that it's good business. You lose a large swath of the country if you don't do it because you're not communicating to them about their lives, their successes, mm-hmm. their failures, uh, their triumphs. So to, to us, it always felt on a personal basis for me, we felt something that was important because why would you want to exclude your audience?
0: I've never gotten that. What are some of the shows that you're proudest of that really demonstrate this diversity?
1: Oh, the, it goes back to a variety of different things. I mean, I give Flash enormous credit for the ca- casting of Candace, Candace for the role of Iris West and, and, and how that played out. I, I give great credit to Jane the Virgin and, and to Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Crazy ex Put out for the first time, put the Filipino culture on broadcast television. That's right. And we, we knew no one ever, ever had seen a Filipino Thanksgiving before. Right. Jane brought a whole new experience down. Uh, but I'm also so amazed and pleased with what All American has accomplished. Uh, I'm looking forward to the spinoff, which will be representative of the HBCUs. And what N.K. Carroll and Greg Belanti and, and all of them have accomplished. We're excited about the 4,400. i got to step up. Because one of the things I get a lot is what Black Lightning did as an authentic view of a Black family, a middle-class, Black mm-hmm. educated family. And I get people who have called me and talked to me about this. So Salima Keel and Mara Keel did a remarkable job with that. Uh, and, and we have they only coming from every day and we have something we haven't yet officially announced Nate will be upset with me because the deal's not closed but we're planning to do a docu-series on the HPC on, on a particular school HPC watching bands so we are we are very excited and, and stuff along those lines but that's a very long-winded answer to your question
0: that's a great but answer. It,
1: it's not the work of what we've done today but it's the ongoing work of what we accomplished and how the casting teams, the current teams, and the development teams sought out other writers, showrunners, voices that had not been heard, and how they made them work and how they changed what the look of the network felt like. I am proud, uh, and may won't get you the exact numbers, but because I, I sometimes can't remember half the stuff anymore. 67% of our showrunners, directors, and writers are people of color or women fifty three percent of our series regulars are people of color or women, and forty nine percent of our series regulars are just women. so it is it, it, I think this network walked off walk the walk and and managed to go there and and talk to people. also, take another step further, mm-hmm. you know it's You've got a show like Supergirl that allowed a trans character to appear as a series regular. And Nicole Maines did a remarkable job. And, and we get, I still get them, um, notes from fans and people out there that said, what a difference it made to their lives to see someone like myself be, be on the screen. So uh, that's what diversity and equity and inclusion mean. You're seeing someone representing yourself Mm So you could
0: identify early on, because I want to go back to how I I agree with you. It's it's good business, and why cut out any swath of the nation? But I want to go back to the beginning when you talked about when you first came into the CW, and you talked about needing to get inside the mindset of the demographic then. And at the time, they were, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I went back and read old transcripts. And at the time... (laughs) my 26-year-old dish? Yes, yes, that is where I was going. I remember it vividly. And because, you know, you were a middle-aged man, and you have to think, oh, how does a 15-year-old girl think? And having once been one, I can attest they don't often, they just react. So it struck me that even though i know it's the entire network but that it did have to be led and that might have been the first step toward inclusivity because you have to think as someone else as someone else would and and bring them in and i'm wondering what that what that lesson taught you about inclusivity
1: inclusivity actually started in my abc day in a different way but fast forward, when I came to the CW and I'm going to use some name and everything else, uh, I've always been a big believer in this. Uh, again, for of the reasons I stated. And, and, and yes, it, it was a youthful organization. People laughed at when I got up to that first TCA and they took a look at me and they said, Really? I mean, really? <laughs> I'm very young at heart. My 26 year old niece is now not 26, because it was a decade ago. I think she's now looking to her children to guide her more than the other way around. But it was a way to understand what goes through someone else's mind. We view our world in our own experiences based on our own generations. And sometimes a lot of that uh, tracks forward because it applies to all generations. But there are aspects of it, like decorating and stuff, everyone has different generations of different tastes and different languages and different views of the world. And we've seen it. So that, that was one way to define that. But for the inclusion piece, I, I saw what our, many of our shows look like when I joined the CW. And I went to someone by the name of Tracy Blackwell, who was in our current department. And I said to her, she's an African-American woman who went to Stolen College. And, said, and I said to her, this is what I want to do. I need you to be my conscience, uh, because again, different generation, different view of the world. Yeah. And Stacy looked at me, I believe, and she, she you could actually ask for this, Jackie, in many ways, looked at me and said, sure. And, and, and but at the end of the day, she did. She acted like a, a real conscience to me. Uh, and we slowly built out and took stands colorblind in many of these roles and colorblind in terms of who the writers are and seeking different voices and within our own current shows and within the new development. That then spilled over into all the departments and I, I give Tracy great credit for helping guide me personally to try and address things. Also, I found at the end of the day, that if you treat people with respect, people tend to respond pretty well. Yeah. Uh, you occasionally have outliers, but on the whole, people tend to respond pretty well to that. So as a company, and I think we all took a hard look when the George Floyd incident and the other incidents happened last year, and they could actually take you through that because they were one of the people who stepped in, along with three others, to help us take a hard look at our own company and our own vendors and our own hiring practices needs to change. So um, from a point of view, I think we've made great strides, not just in our programming, but by ourselves. And we still have a long way to go because nothing happens overnight. But Nate and Suzanne Gomez and Leonard Richardson and Jackie Kane were the four people who stepped up within our own company to help guide us along the way.
0: Well, th- thank you. That's a, a very full answer. And I'm, I'm going to jump ahead to something I was thinking and then go back to more shows. But since you are a lawyer by training and as someone who served as an executive in different business, legal, financial affairs and networks, I think you have fairly unique, if not completely unique 360 perspective of the business. And when you were just saying that now, so it's vendors, it, it's everything. So you're really looking at every facet of the CW then. Is that yes. fair? Yes. 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 Yes.
1: That is fair. We're looking at heavy
0: fast. And again,
1: ask Nate. You know, you get off the phone sure. after this, you know, you can sit with Nate and he can take you through. And uh, he will be pretty, he've, they've been pretty blunt with me, so they can be pretty blunt with you and where we were successful or we've not been successful. But uh, we, we, it to heart as a company, not just from a program point. And I think we've done a really good job, and I think we have a really long way to go at the same time.
0: Now that's interesting, because that was also the response, I believe, or, or along those words that you gave when Vlad cited the CW as the top network among broadcast networks LGBTQ plus representation. And it was the fourth consecutive year. And although I'm sure that you were happy, I'm guessing, you were happy to be noticed for the whole network. You're, I believe that you said that, you know, we're just not there. So, yet, what will being there look like? What does full inclusivity look like?
1: When you don't get notes or emails from others complaining of why two men or two women are kissing, or why you have an interracial couple. Or why you're dealing with that. That's what I know we've succeeded across the board. And that may be a fantasy because knowing the partisanship within the world right now and, and stuff, but that is primarily what I would say we've succeeded in terms of making people understand it's about people. It's not about what their sexuality is or the color of their skin, it's about people.
0: But when you say notes, are you, are you talking about from viewers or from producers? Yes. Produce? Yeah. But that, I don't know if that's something any network could. I guess you help change it, but there are always going to be people who are not going to accept.
1: Uh, I, I, I agree, but you asked a question which I could ask answer. What my. F- what my ideal fantasy would be.
0: Ah, that's okay. Okay, I wanna go back to, you were talking about writer's rooms and and percentages which were terrific, and I know they are not yet where you want them, but I wanna talk about who you wanted to bring into the tent. And why don't we divide it first? Why don't we take on-air talent, just because those are the names people know. And some of the actors and some shows, Even why don't we go with just what's on the air now? Because there is such a rich history at the CW. So what are some of the shows that are most representative of the diversity goals right now? Oh, my
1: God. Uh, obviously, a number of those I mentioned before, and I forgot to mention one of the bigger ones, which is Kung Fu, which came at a time where the, the racism against American Asians was quite high. And and it came out there, and that cast, an all-Chinese cast, uh, Chinese-American cast, nailed it and, and, and dealt with it and spoke out, and spoke out for... This was creating a Chinese family, family into your into your tele, into your room on a weekly basis. Whether you streamed or, or you watched it later, so that's one show that I, I'm remarkably proud of. I'm remarkably proud of Jane and what it did. Uh, that goes back to a history of having been involved with um, Artie Getty one of at ABC Studios, something that was a forerunner of, of, of Jane the Virgin, and and it goes to what Flash did and. And now, more importantly, what All-American also has accomplished uh, of telling the stories across the board. And again, I'm going to say it. Selene Akil and Mara Akil did a remarkable job in showing what a black family looks like. And I I get notes from people about that and and saying thank you. I watch it with my son. I watch it with my grandson because it it sets an example. Yes, they have superpowers, anything else but it, it, it rings true to what we know. That's really, and I'm missing stuff, you know, because it's an interview. There's so many. You miss yeah. what you want to talk about. And that's lucky. I have so many that I could actually miss one and then feel guilty about it.
0: And that's pretty wonderful, that that really is. So yeah, it's been very representative across the, across the entire rainbow gamut and across meaning for, for sexuality and for people just Mm -hmm. everything are there any shows that you're eyeing or types of shows that you're eyeing if not a specific one thinking well we haven't had anything on a certain group of people who have been underrepresented
1: you know look we have i wish even though it was a canadian show uh the show trickster which uh, you'd have to look it up and have a little bit of a the show, we, we acquired it from the CBC. I wish we had something with more Native Americans. I, I think there's rich storytelling. I would love to have had Reservoir Dogs yeah. sitting at uh, us as opposed to uh, at Hulu. Um, but I, I do believe there's rich storytelling in that. I, I mean, one of the things when I watched years ago and now I made myself Longmire, was the telling of what was going on in the reservation and, and those lives with with there, So I I would love to go down that path. Whether we get there or not, I don't know what's being pitched at the moment. It's the beginning of the development season. But we look for relatable, quirky family pieces, and we look for really smart storytelling on the high school level, as well as the genre level, so that you can do things with it that you can't do normally. So it, it comes. You know when you see it, Jackie?
0: What are some shows that you will just watch, just just to relax?
1: Okay, this is a bad sign. Watching with my wife or watching by myself? Which what, way are we going? That's
0: very interesting. Yeah, I do watch differently with my husband. Watching by yourself.
1: Oh, uh, I'm more of a genre person and, or an action person, so watching right now, I'm watching Doom Patrol. I, I, I'm in my zombie vampire ap- apocalyptic phase, just for a point. Uh, and, and stuff, so I do a lot of that. Watching with my, with my wife, Carolyn, we, we've done many a Bosch. Uh, we, we are right now finishing up the latest season of The Good Fight and, mm-hmm. and enjoying it immensely. Kings have done a great job. I'm a big fan of Evil. That's a personal basis. Carolyn can watch Evil with me, but it's my type of show. But um, it, it varies. We've been, I, I would say something. I watch a lot of stuff that also comes from Acorn TV, and that's foreign based. Uh, you We, said we Acorn? just watched the show.
0: You said Acorn, Acorn TV. the yeah, the yeah. British TV. Yeah, the yeah.
1: Brit. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I, we just finished watching it together. Forty-eight episodes. Called I think in Australia it's called Doctor Doctor. It's called The Hot Guy. Again, and you watch differently with your spouse than you do with
0: yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. And and it sounds like my wife laughed
1: at me. My wife just. Put yeah. My wife just looked at me and laughed the other day saying she was off watching a mystery and I was off off watching Doom Patrol. So it's, you know, it is what it
0: is. <laughs> now, I just wanted to ask a little bit about the CW's new campaign, the freedom to vote, because I think that that fits in to diversity and inclusivity. But Correct. I want to hear what you have to say about that. Why was it important to mount this campaign and what do you hope from it?
1: hope is that people have the unfettered right to the ballot box. What I hope is that uh, Congress passes HR 4. What I hope is based with a campaign started when we saw what was going on in Georgia and potentially Texas and other states. And many of us who believe in the right to vote and the unfettered access to the ballot box for all wanted to basically take a step with our campaign that we did last year, Vote Actually, which was to get people out for the registers 2020. A little harder to do when it's a non-election year. Mm-hmm. The Freedom to Vote campaign did it a non-partisan campaign. Uh, it is done with Vote.org as well as the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under the Law, both non groups. Uh, we set up a website with vote.org slash the CW that allows you to reach out to uh, fi- find out who your state, local, or federal representative is, what may be, and that you can tell them what you think in terms of your right to vote. We have had, as of last week, north of 4 million impressions. We've had 500,000 positive responses Uh, 500,000 responses, I I have asked this question. 94% of them are positive, 6% are basically not trolling, but they ask us not to be political. And the Freedom to Vote campaign is nonpartisan. We have been lucky enough. uh, Somehow this campaign has gotten in front of the Congressional Black Caucus. I was asked last week to speak on a panel about this with Jalen Rose, former Attorney General Eric Holder, and Stacey Abrams. So we talked about it. It's supposed to go live, I think, Monday, as part of their Congressional Black Caucus Foundation virtual seminar. And we've just partnered, uh, again, this has to do with the HBCUs, which is not about the freedom of vote, but it is part of anything else that goes with it. I said to the people, I was a young, young child, which means I'm really old in today's world, that I do remember being asked in school to contribute to the Freedom Riders, which we did do. Uh, I was in second grade at uh, the time. And that, and that those pioneers, white and black, mm-hmm. and, and basically helped set up the Voting Rights Bill yes. of 1966. So, I have a personal interest in belief, and I think the freedom to vote campaign, as nonpartisan as it is, is still a place for people to understand and to register their thoughts to their representatives to make sure that they have an unfettered right to the ballot box.
0: That is lovely, and it's so important. And I would think that it wouldn't get as much attention in a non-presidential year, so it's wonderful to hear how much you know, five million impressions and so many responses. Um, and before we go, I just wanted to ask, well, first, if there's anything that you would like to add about diversity that we have not discussed.
1: I think the only thing I would add to it is if you're going to commit yourself, commit yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, walk the walk, whether, whether you're a company, you know, do it try to understand what others are thinking, try to walk in their shoes. I mean, uh, that's about all I could say to it, but you actually don't do it as a symbol, do it because you believe in it.
0: That's absolutely perfect. And I guess just my last question is, is there some sort of holy grail? You're saying the Native American shows would be nice. Is there something else that you would just love to get on if you could just snap your fingers and say, well, yeah, on October 5th, this will be, Premiering not not necessarily the name of a show but the type of a show. Hard
1: to say, Jackie. Okay. That that that'll that'll be a little bit now act like a network executive with a non-answer.
0: <laughs> That's all right. You're you're a very different network executive, and I'm just going to remind you how you greeted in your first. Network executive TCA speech. Do you remember what you said to the group?
1: No, I forgot. It wasn't that supernatural beyond for as long as the boys want to do. It. I didn't say it then. That, that was just following.
0: That's <laughs> right. You just you took the stage and you said hello. I'm the new kid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, now, I'm now the old kid.
0: <laughs> well, Mark, thank you so very much. And I understand it is an award for the whole network, but also you. Just that you're deflecting so much credit also says a lot about it, and
1: uh, it's, it's not deflecting. I, okay. I really do believe you can lead, but people don't do not have to follow. That's right. And and I give great credit to the entire team we have, who are willing to embrace this and who feel it's part of their values. So. If I act as a catalyst, that's great. Mm-hmm. But I'm more proud of them and what the company has stood for.
0: That's wonderful. Thank you. And it's, You're welcome. And it's always just such a great network to deal with. So it's just a pleasure.
1: May, may, maybe someday we'll see each other, like maybe in 23.
0: I really hope so. Thank good, you. Good Thank you, you. See you later.